It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast, presented by FantasyPoints.com. Just make sure you use the code FEAST. So they know me and Joe Dolan sent you. It is the best fantasy football advice website out there. There is no question. And by the way, by far the most reasonably priced as well. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, bunch of podcasts now. I love it. I will be on the call of tonight's game between the Jets and the Broncos. Throw out the records when the Jets and Broncos face off. On Thursday Night Football on Brett Rippon's debut. Okay, that was my best. That was my best effort to give you the hard sell there. Anyway, at Ross Tucker NFL across the board, at Ross Tucker Pods, where we're at. Highly encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're almost at a thousand subscribers, so please hit it up. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We're big fans of that YouTube page for a lot of different reasons. Also big fans of Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan. He's one of the co-owners of fantasypoints.com. I got to tell you, Joe, and by the way, everybody should use the code FEAST if you go there, and maybe you'll even be entered in to win one of the free Madden codes. I got two more codes to give away. Joe, just doing a little research, you guys are really reasonably priced. Like, compared to your competitors, I mean really reasonable. Uh, that um, I think we went in with the notion of, and I'm not trying to make this commercial, but I think we went in with the notion that launching when we did in the world in which we launched, that um, we really needed to to get people on our side, um, and I think we we've accomplished that. Understanding that, you know, when you start a new business and in such uncertain times, I sound like I sound like I'm doing a voiceover for a credit card commercial <laughs> in these uncertain times. Uh, um, we, uh, but I thought. Um, it was important for us to build up a subscriber base and and show that, hey, get in with us on the ground floor, and this is going to be a relationship that strengthens and evolves and not something where we're like, you know, like pedal to the metal, like throwing a million things at you. Um, and I think that's worked thus far. Our content is we have we do have a lot of content. We have a, a metric ton of content. But, um, yeah, you can still get in. Now you can get in for under $100 um, for rest of the season, DFS, um, all that stuff. Everything is included in our premium package. And you can get in uh, for under $100. And if you use the code FEAST, you get an extra discount as well. That is awesome. Speaking of awesome, we got more games to talk about to make sure people are ready. I said it yesterday. I'm 2-1 and one so far in the FEAST League. I got off to a bad start, but I've won two in a row. I am getting hot. One of the reasons, I take that back, I was going to say, is because I don't have any Giants on my team. I take that back. I do have Daniel Jones, but he has been on the bench. I've been playing Baker Mm -hmm. Mayfield as my quarterback. The Giants are at the Rams. The Giants are a horrific football team. The Rams, I was really impressed with their comeback. I know they lost, but I thought they were going to pack it in, Joe. They did not. And Jared Goff, he just kept slinging it. Uh, I think their offense is really clicking right now, and their run game is clicking. And 
Uh, obviously, if you listen to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, you and, and you did um, the Cosell's concepts this summer. Yeah. And he and he, Greg has been telling us for years: you do not need to run the ball well to run play action. Um, and and but he also said the Rams' entire offense is built around their run game and the zone concepts, but their run game is built off of their play action. They they have success running it because they are so good at play action. And last year, the Rams lost that. Jared Goff was not good on play action last year, but they started to figure it out towards the end of the season when they went with more 12 personnel. This year, they're back to playing more 11 personnel with three wide receivers on the field, but the play action pass game is working and the run game is cooking with Daryl Henderson as the running back. Now, if you had Cam Akers, we were drafting Cam Akers in the fifth round this summer. It was just bad luck. He started that game against Philadelphia two weeks ago when the Rams just ran all over the Eagles. The Eagles' defense was non-competitive. Um, Carson Wentz could have been perfect in that game, which he wasn't. The defense would have given up one more point than he scored. But it just showed what the Rams are doing well. The play-action pass game is cooking. The play-action run game is cooking because of that. Daryl Henderson right now is an RB1. They are going to give him a shot to hold down this job. For, for the Rams, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, absolutely must be in your lineups right now. They're both high-end receivers. Tyler Higby is a slam-dunk tight end one right now. Uh, he has taken by far the, the uh, lion's share of the work over um, – over uh, the taken by far the line share of the work over Gerald Everett, Jared Goff against the Giants. He is a, a QB one. I love the Rams team this week. Anybody for the Giants? Anyone? Uh, Darius Slayton, maybe. Um, but Jalen Ramsey is going to be a tough matchup. Um, Evan Ingram's been a huge disappointment. Daniel Jones. Uh, part of it's his fault. Some of it's the offensive line. Um, I, I, frankly, Ross. In most leagues, I don't want to play anybody on this Giants team. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just don't. I, it, let's let's wait to see what happens with the backfield. I actually upgraded Devontae. This is how bad things are for the Giants. I upgraded Devontae Freeman this week because after he had five carries for 10 yards, only because Wayne Gallman and Deion Lewis looked worse. So, I, I mean, I think Deion, Devontae Freeman is going to get a shot going forward. I would rather just throw my hands up, punch his pile at this, no way. I'm I'm washing my hands of the New York Giants. The Buffalo Bills are in Las Vegas. The Buffalo Bills are an offensive juggernaut, and they're playing the Raiders, who might get in trouble because they didn't wear masks. Anyway, uh, let's start with who you got for Buffalo and Vegas. Okay, so for Buffalo, uh, keep an eye on the status of Zach Moss, by the way, because if Zach Moss doesn't play, Devin Singletary is a high-end RB2. He played over 80% of the snaps with Zach Moss out with the toe injury. Toe injury always makes me feel like it's turf toe, and we said, as we've seen, that cost Philip Lindsay multiple games. It's cost Devontae uh, Adams multiple games last year. So uh, if it's turf toe, I, th- I would expect Devin Singletary is going to be back in the saddle for Buffalo. Josh Allen's an MVP candidate. You have to have him in your lineup. He's a league winner right now. Stephon Diggs must be in your lineup, but keep an eye on the status of John Brown, who is not practicing. We're recording this on Wednesday. He is not practicing. He's had injuries the last couple of weeks. I think this is a calf injury. So uh, that would just be all the more reason to focus on Stefan Diggs. And maybe you can, uh, in a deeper league, give a look to Cole Beasley or Gabriel Davis. Um, 
Our guy Adam Kaplan at FantasyPoints.com says the, the Bills love Davis. They view him as their future X. And if John Brown doesn't play, Gabriel Davis is going to start at X. And against a Raider defense that's a little bit shorthanded in the secondary, wouldn't be shocked if he makes a couple of plays. What about for Vegas? They are really banged up. Um, it looks like both Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs are going to miss this game. Uh, Edwards has an ankle injury. Henry Ruggs has a hamstring. I think Ian Rappaport called Ruggs a long shot to play. So I'm looking at this as Darren Waller, and I'm looking at this as Josh Jacobs with a little bit of Hunter Renfro mixed in. Against this Bill defense, you cannot consider playing Derek Carr, but Waller and Josh Jacobs are definitely in your lineups. The Patriots focused on taking Waller out last week. That's why I didn't have such a big game in, in addition to playing hurt. But Derek Carr, with that thin receiving core, no way you can consider him this week for Vegas. They're just really banged up. Really intrigued by this matchup. Patriots at the Chiefs. Let's start with New England. Sony Michelle, Burkhead, even and oh. Cam, Cam let some people down. Oh. I'm banging my head on the table right now, Ross, because I was just, we were one week away, one week away. And I was saying last week, I'm like, if you stashed Damian Harris in your leagues, the Patriot run game has been terrible outside of Cam Newton through two weeks. All you need is to get through one more week with Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead looking like crap, and Damian Harris could be in line to take over this backfield. Of course, Michelle and Burkhead go nuts in week three. Of course they did. Um, this is, for me, this is entirely wait and see. Damian Harris returned to practice on Wednesday. I expect he's going to be active either this week or next. So uh, Damian Harris, this is a wait and see approach in this backfield especially in a game when you think they're probably going to have to throw the ball a lot. Cam did let people down. Ross, he's been Cam so far this year. He's he's Overall, he's been good, no doubt about that. He's had two games in which he ran the ball really well. He's had one game in which he threw the ball really well. And he's had one game last week in which he really didn't do either. It didn't matter last week. They won pretty easily. But um, he's been Cam. But I would think they need Cam to cook in this game if they're going to have any shot to win. So Cam is a QB1 this week. I think Julian Edelman is a wide receiver two this week, and you can take a shot on Nikhil Harry. Um, I, I want to see what happens in this backfield, though, before I start anybody for, for, for the Patriot backfield. What about uh, the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, they got a bunch of guys. That Mahomes guy is pretty good. Yep. I mean, what what about the guys that aren't obvious, like Kelsey and Hill and whatever? Uh, start them. I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Edwards, Alaire, start them. Uh, there's no there's no conversation to be had there. The only other guys you can really take a shot on are Michael Hardman and Sammy Watkins. And you know, it what has to happen for those guys? It has to be the week that they make a big play. Happened with Hardman this past week. Um, you understand what you're getting into if you play those guys. Maybe you give a little bit extra juice. To uh, to Miko Hardman in the event Stefan Gilmore covers um, Tyreek Hill this week, but we know what Bill Belichick might do. Bill Belichick might put Stefan Gilmore on Travis Kelsey, so it could be. Uh, you, here's here's what you're going to do. Stefan Gilmore is not going to play 100 of the snaps on either Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. If you're the Chiefs and you have these Chiefs, you just start them every week and and you live with the the occasional bad game. Thankfully, I didn't give out the bet on the even money podcast i kind of liked monday night laying the three and a half points with the ravens said that on the dan patrick show so did i did not go real well for me but 
what really matters is I didn't say on the Even Money podcast where I'm up 10 units, which is something DraftKings Sportsbook probably doesn't want me to tell you about because they like money. They want to keep their money. Although, because they're just getting started in some states, they're giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team. Place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. They got other stuff on NBA, Major League Baseball right now, but come on, we're a football show. We're a fantasy football show. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now or the regular DraftKings app for DFS. Use promo code ROSS either way, and then send it to me with a screenshot. That can be how you maybe get the free Madden code. When you sign up to get this can't-miss offer, pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey or PA only. Private boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Speaking of gambling and a gambling problem, Joe, you might be gambling if you bet on the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the San Francisco 49ers (laughs) Sunday night the way the Eagles have looked. Now Dallas Goddard is out. Oh, my goodness. You know, what? talk to me about the Eagles as a fantasy team. Do I have to? (laughs) I guess this is the Fantasy Feast podcast. Ross, the Eagles are rotten. They're rotten from the top down. And this, I think what you're seeing through the through these games here, the th- first three games, that this is a deeply, deeply flawed roster that has hung a little bit too much, a lot of bit too much, onto the core of the team that won the Super Bowl in the 2017 season. Um, Jason Peters can't block anybody right now. Um, Carson Wentz has zero confidence. They have no receivers. Unbelievably, just like last year. They have the same crap receivers Carson Wentz was throwing to, now minus Dallas Goddard. So they might even be worse this week than they were at the end of last year when Carson Wentz was dragging a corpse of a roster to the playoffs. Now Wentz has no confidence. They drafted Jalen Hurts. He played like five snaps in week three and fumbled on one of them. I mean, it's just – it's Carson Wentz is broken because Doug Peterson is broken and the roster is broken. Doug Peterson is broken because Carson Wentz is broken and the roster is broken. The roster is broken because of Howie Roseman's decision-making and because right now Wentz and Peterson aren't getting the most out of this roster. It is disastrous from all three levels. All three three parts interchange. Wentz, Peterson, and the roster. The defense has been terrible. So right now, I'm looking at Philly. The only guys I feel good about, now I feel good about Ertz because Goddard's out, but the only guys I feel good about for fantasy are Miles Sanders. And uh, I feel good about Miles Sanders, and I feel good about Zach Ertz because with Goddard out. Greg Ward, I don't know I don't know what Philly, like, they keep, they keep benching this guy, and then he has to come in and save their asses. And every time he comes in, he makes plays. So he's somebody who's who's a viable this week as a wide receiver three. We'll see Deshaun Jackson's status. I mean, they're like, oh, we're taking it easy with him. Well, you're winless through three games. You you can't afford to take it easy now. Um, Wentz, I'm benching. Um, 
you have to until we see something from him. But the, the offense is broken. Wentz is broken. Peterson is broken right now. The Eagles have to figure this out really quick. But this is an old, broken roster. Um, maybe Alshon Jeffrey plays this week and helps things out. But it is a disaster right now for Philly Ross. And for a team I invested a lot in for fantasy, um, the injuries and the poor decision-making, the poor quarterback play have really rendered this an untenable situation. What about for the Niners? I mean, they played a bunch of backups, and a lot of those guys did well. I would expect Kittle to play this week, um, which is bad news for Philly because they gave up three touchdowns to uh, to, to Tyler Higby in week number two against, uh, against the Rams. Um, but right now, we're recording this on Wednesday. We have no idea about the status of Garoppolo. We got no idea about the status of, of uh, maybe Debo Samuel. No idea about Mostert. Um, I know Tevin Coleman's going to be out. Raheem, uh, excuse me, um, Jarek McKinnon left last week's game with a rib injury. We don't know about his status. Um, it's kind of wait and see here, but the guy I'm stashing in the event that none of those guys can play is Jeffrey Wilson, who scored two touchdowns in the backfield. But for right now, San Francisco, as I'm talking to you on a Wednesday, Ross, the only guy I can feel in any way comfortable recommending that you play is George Kittle and maybe with a dash of Brandon Ayuk as a wide receiver three. He had a rushing touchdown last week. Flip side is we got Atlanta and Green Bay on Monday night. And man, there's been a lot of guys for those teams that have had good fantasy days so far this season. What are you hearing about Devontae Adams and what do you think for this game? Well, um, I'm hoping Devontae Adams is back now. Apparently, two weeks ago, he wanted to return uh, to the uh, to the game, and then he didn't play last week against New Orleans. And, you know, the thing about Adams that's unfortunate for fantasy here, this game's on a Monday night, so you need to be sure that he's going to play or have a backup from this game where you can plug somebody in in the event he doesn't play. But that the fact that this game is on Monday night opens up problems from multiple angles, okay? Especially considering everything that might go on with the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game and that game potentially getting postponed even further, including out of the week four slate. So you have injuries on both sides, key injuries on both sides here. Devontae Adams has the hamstring injury. For, for Green Bay. Julio Jones has the hamstring injury for Atlanta. Russell Gage is in concussion protocol for Atlanta. So as we're talking on a Wednesday, before these teams practice, they don't even practice till Thursday. So as we're talking on a Wednesday, all those guys are, we don't know if they're going to be available. All of them I want to start in this potential shootout, but we don't know if they're going to be available right now. So you simply need more information. What I can tell you is Aaron Rodgers is kicking ass. He looks awesome. He looks vintage Rodgers. This is like 2014 Rodgers. He looks incredible. Um, and Alan Lazard, the chemistry Rodgers has with this guy, man, Ross, I, am I nuts for saying I think Alan Lazard's a, like a top 24 fantasy wide receiver right now? Because Al, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of trust in him, a lot of trust. And, it, and it's coming to fruition. And I think Lazard's part of the reason Rodgers is having this resurgent season. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm still shocked that he didn't get drafted at Iowa State, it felt good like player. he caught like a million balls at Iowa State. I mean, he was big. He was good. I, I never understood it. Yeah, sometimes maybe you just focus a little bit too much on what uh, – sometimes NFL teams focus a little bit too much on what a guy can't do than what he can do. And maybe, and maybe Alan Lazard isn't really a burner. But uh, but Aaron Rodgers trusts him. He And he has been effusive in his, his praise of both Lazard and Valdez Scantling. Now, Valdez Scantling has struggled in comparison to Lazard, but he still has some juice to him. But Lazard, I mean, I I can't imagine having a lineup where I don't have him in it right now. 
Uh, he's he's been that good, especially if Adams doesn't play. And then, of course, Rodgers and Aaron Jones against this abominable Atlanta defense. Those guys are the top three options at the position this week. And for Atlanta, start him if you got him. Uh, Todd Gurley's looked okay to me. And one thing I did notice for, uh, for um, Todd Gurley, uh, they are working in Brian Hill a little bit more. And I wonder if it's an, a, a, to try to keep Gurley fresh, to make sure he doesn't wear down. So Gurley's look fine. I think he's an RB2, and I think Brian Hill, if you have Gurley, Brian Hill's the handcuff. Yeah, I thought Hill looked pretty good. I did too. Uh, when he was out there. Um, and, and we'll see. I guess Julio's going to play. Uh, Julio is, uh, I mean, I hope so, but let's keep an eye on his status this week. Uh, remember this is a Monday night game. Um, so that's, uh, if there's a setback, you might be screwed. So keep an eye on that. Um, but Calvin Ridley, I mean, Calvin Ridley might lead the NFL in receiving this year. He's been awesome. He really has. His name's Joe Dolan. He's been awesome this year at FG underscore Dolan on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, most importantly, at Ross Tucker Pod. You're going to want to follow that because that's how you know exactly when the shows have posted, especially on Twitter. We got all the awesome highlight clips over at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and the full length shows, I might add. So you can watch us in addition to listening to us and you can take advantage of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Send it to me, and maybe you'll get the free Madden code. Other than that, totally stuffed now. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.